1: Hello and welcome to the big World Cup match preview pod ahead of Ireland's crunch pool B showdown with world champion Springboks on Saturday night in Paris. Both sides are two from two. Ireland's bonus points keeping them top for now. But a win at the weekend will give whichever team, be it the world number one Ireland, or reigning champion South Africa, control of the pool with just one game t- left to go. Joining me tonight, we have an all-star cast now, some someone say a four-star or five-star cast, but we won't go there. <laughs> we have the brilliant cast and a ensemble of Rian Law, Keenan Willard, and Jack Fogarty.
3: So welcome back on, lads. As it's, as, it, as it's, as it Yeah, a pleasure to be here. Although, Craylon, 3-1 split, you know? <laughs> 3-1, I know. Dodgy, dodgy, you know, I mean, is it moral? That's a good question. It mightn't <laughs> be.
1: I actually had Razzy on the phone to me, and he was like, why don't you have eight guests? I said, I can't do it. I said, I can't. I, I don't have the bandwidth. Um, so that's why Jack Nineveh is actually going to Leinster because better bandwidth up there. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll save the pleasantries, if you can call it that, for, for the end and predictions and all that, because I want to get started with the squads because as someone pointed out on Twitter, you wouldn't even notice that they named their teams. You would not notice... But we'll start with the quieter of the two, which is Ireland. Um, just three switches from last weekend, with Jemson Gibson-Park starting at nine, while Dan Sheehan and Jack Crowley come onto the bench ahead of Rob Herring and Ross Byrne, respectively. While Connick's Bundiaki looks, looks set to win his 50th cap against the side he won his first cap against back in 2017. So, very quickly, the Irish side reads as follows. A front row of Andrew Porter, Ronan Keller, and Tyke Verlong. Tyg Byrne and James Reiner in the second row, with a back row of Peter O'Mahony, Josh van der Fleer and Caelan Dorris. The back line contains Jameson Gibson-Park, Johnny Sexton, and captains of the side from out half. Bundy Aki is alongside Gary Ringos in the centre, with James Lowe, Matt Hansen and Hugo Keenan making up the back three. And the bench finally reads as follows. Dan Sheehan, Dave Kilcoyne, Finley Beelam, Ian Henderson, Ryan Baird, Conor Murray, Jack Crowley and Robbie Henshaw. So I will start with yourself, Keno. What's your thoughts on this Irish? Well, we'll start with the starting fifteen.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's about as strong a selection I think as we could have hoped for. You know, it's a it's a luxury of an almost complete clean, a completely clean bill of health. Um, and it was good to see them stick with their guns. Um, on the five-three split. Um, you know, faith in the players and faith in the game plan. Uh, in the front row you got uh Porter, Kelleher and Furlong. I mean P- Porter, you know, immensely important player for Ireland. Uh not only in the in the tight but also in 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 at rooks, uh massively important. Furlong has been tying it uh, down his side. Um at, at a world level for some time. I think Kelleher is the right choice as well for this game. I think Porter Scrum is better with Kelleher uh, beside him. There's that less of that height disparity. There's less of that um edge that can sometimes be exploited um on, on his side uh so yeah I like that the, the front row selection works for me. Uh second row burn and Ryan um Fowl resisted the temptation to bulk up the row. Um Burn and Ryan they you know they're athletic and their work rate um i'd expect to see a fair bit of defensive jumping on off the back of that selection that that duo um they both offer a lot of the breakdown as well obviously kind of ryan more defensively and burn um offensively in the poaching but really uh it, it, both of them offer so much around the park as well um and they're going to have to go one of them probably for 80 minutes at least um back row Omahani Van der Fleer and Doris. Um, so you've got two additional line options there. Um, I expect at least one poach or near poach from Peter Omahani. That's 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 a minimum. Um Van der Fleer's defensive work rate is going to be crucial uh against the carrying from uh, Detroit and Visa. Um but the bat, the breakdown battle is going to be massive, so back rows are huge in this game. Um, I think painting a good picture to for Ben O'Keefe is gonna be key. He's a little bit sticky around breakdowns. Um, which actually I think suits Ireland fairly well, but only if they are completely on point and get on the right side of them. Uh, halfbacks, Sexton and Gibson Park. Uh, it's kind of the most obvious come-to-play marker in the selection, I think. Uh, Sexton's taking along nicely, really not, not missing a beat since uh, injury and uh Incident, let's call it. Uh, <laughs> what uh, was that incident? Oh, I, mean, I, I I can't even remember. It was so long ago. We should all thank Jack so Piper quickly. that we're in this
1: situation that he's not suspended any longer. Anyways, <laughs> uh, where
3: where are you, Kino? Go on. Yeah, he's right on song. He's kind of take. He's picked up right where he left off and looking pretty fired up and and he's he's hitting all the markers. Um, but yeah, he'll need to be. Really, this is going to need to be a, a top drawer performance from him. He's going to need to be able to pick out the right options at the line, and he's going to have to nail his kicks from hand on the tee. It, it's really going to be in everything is needed in this in this game. Um, as for Gibson Park, Murray probably would have indicated a more measured territorial approach. Uh, Gibson Park, I think, says we're going to play the, the more the on ball style um, that we've seen from Ireland when they when they go um on all out attack uh centers Bundy and Gary uh really the only possible starting pairing for me anyway um Aki is I undoubtedly in the form of his career right now he is on fire um and he's 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 so much more than a running threat now as well you know his distribution game has come on so so well um execution and picking out the the passes to make so ring rose works with them really well as a link player you know he's always a danger to the line um but they are both going to need to be absolutely bulletproof in defense um they're going to be tested uh back three uh keen and hansen low uh again it's a back three that picks itself they're going to be tested in the air um collective kicking game is going to be needed for them to be right on point again probably see some 50 22 attempts from them but more importantly i think it's going to be to find grass with that uh South African back three more so than anything else, and they're going to try, and, going to need to try and avoid one v ones defensively against their counterparts. But I'm sure the, the 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 other back three feel pretty much the same way. So,
1: <laughs> no, it's it's a, it's as strong as an Irish team as we've yeah. probably put out in in a while. And granted, I I know Dan Sheen is probably a better player than Ronan Keller but in terms of the game that we're playing on Saturday, Ronan Keller is not a bad option. His lineups were fantastic the last day there's great variety to them, and he just brings that more power. You mentioned that height difference in scrummaging definitely makes a difference in how he locked out really well the last day against Tonga, but as I equipped, I think it was on the prod with Tom the last day um the only problem is the French t v angles you actually couldn't see the scrums properly, really. They were just showing us Wayne Barnes's head zoomed in, but jack will we'll move on to the bench with with yourself and that's a really experienced Irish bench. There's 376 caps there, almost 50 caps a man. And the vast majority of these players have either won Grand Slams, URCs, Heineken Cups, whatever it may be. In terms of, like, we've said it before, that every time Ireland come into a World Cup, their bench and their depth seems to get better. There's a real comfort to, to that particular bench that's selected, isn't there? Yeah,
0: there definitely is. I mean like you said there's there's a great amount of experience on there but there's um there's those I guess for me there's those three guys in in Dan Sheehan, Ryan Baird and Jack Crowley who just give that little bit of excitement and I think they're all gonna have to play their part because you know we'll come on to the to the South African bench in a second but just in terms of you know this being a full squad effort it's gonna make it's gonna make it very very interesting when they use the bench because obviously we know exactly when the, the ball are going to come out. So it's just going to be very, very interesting when, you know, we decide to pull off guys like Furlong and and Callagher. I totally agree with, with your point on Callagher. I think he's, I think he's the guy to kind of start in that, in that front row. Um, and I think Dave Kilcoyne is, is going to have a massive, you know, massive game when he comes on, uh, if he comes on we could, we might see a very long stint from, from Porter we've seen him do it before um, he might be in for one again and uh, you know yeah delighted to see Henderson in there a lot of people saying Joe McCarthy could be in there which isn't a bad shout he was fantastic against Romania and he's really looks like he's he's come on and, and, and you know put a lot of work into uh, his all round game you know the fundamentals and stuff so you know probably was closer than a lot of people thought but um i'm really delighted they went with handy because he's looked incredibly sharp and incredibly dynamic when he's uh when he's come on so um we might even see him or or burn slip into the back row for that last little stint of the game um we know that we know that the starting 15 can can go the distance really but um there's a lot of there's a lot of firepower in that um in that bench but it's uh very different shall we say in the in, in styles uh to the south africans but it's going to be it's going to be a hell of a finish um with the two benches
1: absolutely and it's funny you mentioned henderson because i wrote a piece before um there about two weeks ago now and was wondering you know could we possibly see mccarthy leapfrog frog henderson but then as, as other people have said and listen you can interpret this whatever way you want but if joe mccarthy Ends up as the player. Ian Henderson is. He'd be a very good player. Like that's the reality of it. Henderson's still very good. Very, I find he's he's probably better in green because there's less being expected of him. There's less being asked. He has the Tyke Burns, the Kaelan Dorises around him to do the different things. And I suppose, Ian, no disrespect to Hendy, I don't expect you to name him as the player that scares you the most. But when you look at that Irish side, you've you've mentioned before. That you think they're systematically really really good. Like like a, a top of the range iPhone, I believe you were saying earlier on today. But <laughs> what what part of the South African side? Or, sorry, Freudian slip. What part of that Irish side would you be scared of from a South African perspective?
2: Uh, it's pretty obvious to me. Hooker at Hooker, you guys have way um, much more depth than we have now. We have that one big name, you know, Marks, that's not there anymore. So. Um, knowing that in the second half, we'll probably bring on Dion Foree as a makeshift hooker. Um, That's not the same as bringing on Malcolm Marks against Dan Sheehan. Um, We're so used to um, the New Zealand one-two punch of, say, Taylor or Takiaho and then Dan Cole, who's a a lot like Dan Sheehan or Dan Cole. So to have the same thing here, but we can't bring on marks or, or take marks off and bring on Bunambi. It's, it's really scary for me that, that line out in the second half with Ian Henderson as well, who's very good. Um, he, he, I don't think he really jumped because he's a much bigger lock. Isn't he? He's more in the it's a bit um, thing um, vibe, but just our lineouts and and our hooker replacements are not as good quality as yours. And, and that's very scary for me. Um, we are so reliant on our on our on our pack, and we I feel like we have really hamstrung ourselves with with Dion Phiri as a little makeshift hooker.
1: Yeah, and it's 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 weird in that regard that that's the risk South Africa are deciding to take because they're a set piece orientated team. Yeah. Like we we know this, and I, I I'm literally searching for it right now as we speak. But I believe it was it was Angus Gus who had a piece up about um statistics of of the line out throwers and. Like there is a yeah. big drop off from Malcolm Marks to the rest. Now I understand Marks isn't playing, you know, URC and all that. He's not playing as many games, but I I believe I have it here now. Like Joseph Draper's thrown at, you know, eighty mm-hmm. four um, percent. Bongi's at, at is at eighty nine, but you know, Marks was ahead of that. And you have to remember that, like, I, I try, I'm trying to, put phrase this in the right way. But you're you're not just losing a lineup with Marks. You're losing so much more. He is a disruptor he is ball carrier he's he's power
2: you know and i think and even in the on the blind side attack he's a very good pair of hands as well yeah because you expect him to run or carry the ball he's a very good guy he's there's so many runs where my pimpy is the guy who gets put away by marks because he can be used as a decoy people expect him to carry so um that that is a the main thing for me. It's not just the set piece; it's the the all round game over the ball. Uh, Dion Ferreira is good at that, as we know, but the carry game, oof, there's very few as good as Marx in the world.
1: No, absolutely. And if Ireland were coming into this game without Dan Sheehan, we we would have to highlight the fact that Dan Sheehan is probably the best mobile hooker in yeah. the game. And I, I want to talk about you know where the game's going to be won and lost and all that in a minute, but. South Africa did name a team this week. I know, big surprise, guys. I know, no one, no one heard it. Keane's looking <laughs> to find it here as we speak, and they went for seven-one split. So, for those who don't know, that's seven forwards. Again, you wouldn't have seen this anywhere else. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but, uh, sorry, he he just taking the piss here now at this stage. There's no place for Willie Larue, Macizoli, Mapimpi, or Andre Pollard. Pollard was just called into the squad this week in place of Marks hat Hattrick hero last week and Willie LaRue been the mainstay of South African teams for the best part of a decade. Now, none of them feature, but they do line up as follows with Ulster, well, soon-to-be Ulster prop Stephen Kitsoff, alongside Bongi and Bonambi and France Belherber in the front row. Even Etzabeth has returned after a very, very brief injury stint to partner Franco Mustard in the locks. Sia Khaleesi does captain the side from, well, is it blindside or open side, Rian? Which do you call it? He's an open side. Six outside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you don't call it blindside. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, um, we, Peter empty toy is at um, blindside then, wearing seven, with Jasper Visa of Leicester Tigers at number eight. The backline contains Faf Clerk and Manny Libock at halfbacks. Yes, guys, Liblock, as some Munster fans have started to call him. <laughs> it's the it's D'Elende, de formerly of Munster, and Jesse Creel, one of the most shredded men in rugby in the centers. While Cheslin Colby and Kurt Ansa partner Damien Willemsa in the back three, none of them need an introduction. And finally, that bench, here it is. Dion Foree is named as the replacement hooker with Marco van Staden, who wear the number 20 shirt, or 21 shirt, apologies, also being tasked with lineups. It's It's tricky, I know. Oxen mm-hmm. Trevor, and Trevor can are the replacement. Props, Jean Klein and Orge Sneemen are the... Replacement second rows, if anyone has ever heard of them, I don't know. Haven't been mentioned <laughs> on here anyway. Van Staden, <laughs> as previously mentioned, is wearing the number 21 alongside Quaja Smith and Cobus Reinach, the sole recognized back on the South African bench. Reen, uh, it's an open question about your thoughts on this election, but I feel like we know which way you're going to go with this.
2: <laughs> As I've said, um uh, I think this is a experimental side. I think the real team was the one that played against Scotland, because that's the game we had to win. Um, I think if if I'm gonna be honest in my head, I think this is a this is like a compliment to Ireland. We know you'll beat Scotland, so we're gonna just screw around a bit and do a 7-1, see how it goes. If we lose, doesn't matter, you'll beat Scotland, hopefully. Um and we just want to see if it works, I think. I, I really I don't understand why they've done this. We it's they're trying to push boundaries, they want to see maybe if if there's I don't know, some massive problem in camp before knockouts or something, see what Kwa Smith can do. Can he play at 13? But mostly I think if you look at the way the squad is built up, it looks like the first half we are gonna because Island play with ruck speed. That's the thing. One second rucks, be as quick as possible. Jamison Gibson Park is there to get the ball away as quickly as possible. So this 15 is ruck counter ruckers. They are there to um, not necessarily steal the ball. They are there to slow it as much as possible, get over the ball, get into Jamison Gibson Park's face, make his life difficult. Second half, the bench comes on. Those are all... Poachers, Dion Fauri, Markoff and and Quacha Smith. So I think they're going to try and see how do we slow Ireland down. In the first half, we're doing it with counter-racking. Maybe that means a lot of kicking. And to instead of trying to catch the ball, we try and hit you and get over you. And then the second half, maybe when your cleaners are a bit slower to the ball, what we're going to try and do is, is get over it. Maybe when some penalties get down the field with with our fresher forwards, we can. Um, when line get malls going, that kind of stuff. That's maybe f- what I think is the idea with with this yeah. thing. You
1: no, know, that that would have been some of the consensus I have heard here. Free, one of the top poachers in, in the URC this season. You know, he does bring that. He is. I, I suppose I have to be conscious. Not everyone here would be watching the Stormers quite regularly. Who listen? He does play predominantly as a blindsider. Yeah. whatever you call it down there again, of all <laughs> but he does play predominantly as a blindside, has barely played hooker in the last five years, really. Mm-hmm. um, And that's, he's been asked to to come in there and do it. Marco van Staden has been practicing his lineouts, but again, like Josh van der Fleer against Scotland, you don't want it to come to that situation.
0: Yeah. you don't, yeah. Like I,
1: I understand there's a time for plan B and plan C and plan D and whatever it is. You don't actually want it to come to that. It feels like, maybe it's just Razzie up to his tricks or Ninaver up to his tricks or whatever, but I don't know. It, it does. There is something about it. All right. That does seem a bit, a bit off. And
0: yeah,
1: I suppose I, I'll come to you next keen because as much as we were always talking about, okay, South Africans, great scrum, South Africa, great mall, South Africa, fantastic blitz defense, probably the best in the world. They're not unflappable. Like they do. They do lose games. The more than every other test team, so where do you think Ireland can can target South Africa on Saturday?
3: Well, yeah, just as you said, I mean, their their win rate has been good of late, but I mean, they've since January twenty two they have six losses from twenty one games, seventy one percent win rate, uh, and Ireland are two losses from twenty ones, ninety percent win rate. Uh, so you know it does happen, um, but it hasn't happened too much lately. Uh, so they've been building it the right way for this World Cup. Um, I. I I can see a couple of places where they might try and target it. I don't know if they'll do, do all of them, but we'll see. Um, I, the first and foremost is uh, they'll probably go to target that disruption in the pack. You know, Marks is a massive loss in the loose, but also notably in structured um, set piece. So the line out and the scrum uh, are both areas, I think, that Ireland could put some pressure on. Um, some To some extent with Bongi and throwing, Um just to disrupt probably more so than anything else. But I think once the uh, once the bench comes on, that's really when they'll probably go after it hard. I, I think you'll see jumper up at two almost every time, just to make it really hard for them to hit a mark, force them to go middle, force them to go back, back to the end, and, you know, force them to potentially overthrow, miss the, or miss Q. These things happen when, I mean, this is top-level international hooking. Like, it's not it's not easy. <laughs> it's really not. You're not going to learn how to do it in four weeks in camp. Um, and also there's a possibility they'll chase that in the scrum as well um, in the, the latter half an hour, 20 minutes, depending on when um, that 7, one, seven that when, when when the Magnificent 7 are released. Um, <laughs> what else are we going to do? We're, we're going to test the backs. I think uh, Libok is, you know, capable of some great play, but he is also relatively inexperienced at in an international level. His kicking from the tee has been inconsistent at best. Like his no-look kick last was brilliant against isn't it fitting
1: though that came against Scotland Keane, because so often we see this with Finn as well Finn where Russell. he does <laughs> one <thing> time <laughs> and it's all over social media but he could kick three kicks out in the full in the next 10 minutes we'll never hear, the, we'll never hear about it, well, that's it. and it was a, it was Lebo a, kind of like Lebo got man the match and to
3: be fair I don't think he was man the match that day either it was yeah, a really yeah. low scoring match and it could yeah. have come down to kicks if one or two breaks had gone Scotland's way um, and the, the the narrative would have been very, very different around it, so you know that could cost. Um, and uh, it's been proved that he, he can be got at with the right game plan. Uh, it was proved by uh, some Irish team, it was a final. I, I can't remember, I can't remember. It was the pitch, the there wasn't some added team. Was <laughs> I've a... heard that a lot. Now, really.
1: I can, I can t- blame the pitch so far, but at the end of the day, this isn't junior rugby, we can't blame them. It's not that standard of pitch, well, it kind of was. But... I wonder who went after him. Anyway, it must Connacht, maybe it must have been Connacht.
3: Um, I think as well with the weighting of the number of the pure sheer number of forwards that are going to be on the pitch for South Africa, the Ireland will probably run at the centres and back three as much as they can. Um, as as, as well all of the backs basically. Um, I, again in that Scotland match, these tackle success success rates weren't great. Um, from the backs. Uh, I think Lebok had a 56% success rate. Diolende was 44. Creo was better at 75. Uh, Colby, 60. valemsa 56. And KLA, 56. So there was space. I know that the way that it works is that they are shepherding you back in towards the big guys who are definitely smashing you. Um, But there is potential to be there especially as, as as players tire later on there's no replacements for them if you can consistently run at them or kick where you're making them work there are there's going to be gaps eventually um because the forwards aren't as quick as the backs the backs have a specific job and they're going to have to do it for 80 minutes and that is going to be tough um I, as well actually i expect a fair number of contestables to be going in um to that back five I think they're gonna they're gonna kick high and they're going to chase um so it'll be a matter of getting around the uh the shepherding um but I think if they can actually get those pinpoint kicks in and chase hard again you could be going for if you get in over the player get someone else in as well' more than one you can you get in behind and and cause trouble um other than that, tempo. Uh, it's going to be controlling yeah. the tempo throughout.
1: And ball ball and play is 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 a huge one in that regard. Like because yeah. South Africa, they're transitioning towards the on ball counter tradition style game, but they're not fully there yet either. Ireland are mm. they are further down that that cycle, and you know we've seen it with Ireland France. Like one of the most impressive things when Ireland by France this year was they came out a million miles an hour. It was an energy sapping first half. We were tired watching it, never mind playing in it. And then they just smothered them. They made France run and run. They kicked. They, they had them turn around. And it just they were just fatigued then in the last 10 minutes. And then that's when Ireland found a new gear. The, you know, Craig Casey was very good in those last 10 minutes. Kellen Doris, Guy Ring was, of course, got that try. And that's when it's something like that. If you do see that from Ireland again, you know, when you talk about like having to go back to prior moments to win big games, that's one of them. You know that's we are relying on that experience and if, like as we said, South Africa they're not perfect, Ireland aren't they? perfect either. You know there there's sides who can be who can be beaten. And Jack, I'll come to you now because as much as as we look at kind of where it's going to be one loss and whatever, this is a two very exciting teams on paper. There's a lot to like about it, and you have a situation where across the two twenty three there's so many world class players. So. In terms of matchups, you know, be it maybe centers, back rows, halfbacks, whatever it may be, what ones are you excited to
0: see on Saturday night? I mean, shall I just go through the teams again and just uh, you, you know, can if up, you want, up, but you'd be, want to give a reason yeah, as well.
2: Definitely. I mean, in <laughs> case no one knows whose there was that Africa, you know, like you know. yeah. right, we'll go <laughs> through
1: the bench again now, lads. i read mean, So, Dion, for... no, go on, <laughs> no, 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 but
0: I think, I think for me, um what's what's really exciting is is, is just a matchup of the styles because I think we've got you know um we've got the the highly kind of structured but bit of chaos in Ireland where they want to have their their pods of forwards and tip on passes and it's all very much high high risk high reward like it's 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 clearly worked and they've worked at it for years and um you've got the slightly lower risk kind of play from south africa which is we're gonna just fly up smash you back and we're just gonna win territory 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 and we're just gonna squeeze you to death and you just can't live with us um but in terms of actual matchups i know they won't go head to head in the scrums but the two tight heads are going to be huge for the first half um francoois herba Tag for long, they're both gonna be crucial to just winning settled, you know, clean ball. Um, I think second row is really, really interesting because I don't know if um you would agree, but um Franco Mostert instead of obviously Lou Dieger is no longer is no longer there. I think he's yeah. a massive um loss for the box. I think he really kind of shores up that, you know, line out mall. Um and then yeah, I mean I think these might this might be the, the two best back rows in, in World Rugby right now. I think it's just absolutely tantalising. I mean, Peter O'Mahony and Peter Steph toy going going face-to-face. Kate Khaleesi and, and van der Fleer, like, you know, unbelievable. And then Jasper Visa, who is probably rising rapidly up the ranks of you know one of the best you know number eights in, in world rugby going up against arguably the best in 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 Caelan Doris it's just absolutely fantastic I mean you know going into the backs Fafta Clark I think is going to be an absolute pest for us on <laughs> yeah. um, on Saturday night. I think he's gonna be just flying up out of the line. Game.
2: Crucial, crucial, crucial yeah
0: yeah not only I think he's a better, he's a better kicker, he's a better organizer, um, he's gonna help Manny LaBock out loads. Um, I think Faf is just a brilliant, he's just a brilliant terrier. And what Jameson does for us on attack, I think Faf does the opposite for defense for the for the box. He's just gonna be in our faces all night. And it's probably gonna cause some problems. There might be some mispasses, but Ireland just need to keep keep at it and keep going with it. Um yeah. And then other than that, it's just gonna be John Klein and RG Snyman against all the monster lads and just seeing who uh seeing who reacts the best out of, out of those fellas. So uh so yeah, it's honestly so, so exciting. Uh I absolutely cannot wait for this. It's gonna be absolute fireworks. It's gonna be class.
1: Yeah, it's it's it promises to be that. Like you can sense it <laughs> once you stay away from the kind of the Talk of the 7 1 (laughs) and all that. There's some really, really good pieces on where this game will be won and lost and everything. It's and it's hard not to get sucked into it. But I might actually just come to you, Reen, on that, on the kind of the last two questions in terms of matchups and everything. But where do you think Ireland match up well against the South African team? Because personally, I feel like Jack mentioned kind of second row, like that pack, as much as yeah, South Africa might have the power if there's ever a team that can probably negate that, it feels like Ireland can, you know, you look at say like Malherba, listen, mm-hmm. he's a good scrumager, but he's old school. He's not a passer like Ty Furlong or, or whatnot. Yeah. And like, again, Visa is, he's a good player. He's probably more of the modern number eight than for Mühlen, But again, that's part of their evolution rather than the end product. So yeah. if, if you were, in Irish shoes because again wary of, of what podcast you're on here. Where <laughs> do you think they, they'd match up well or even I forgot to mention centre as well. Like the Irish centers are are flying at the moment and they're familiar because Dale they would have played against Aki yeah. I and mean, it was a good bit.
2: For me it's it's that background. Omani van der de Doris, it is uh maybe the best at keeping your ball fast in the world. Um Obviously Peter Omani for his uh, chirps, he's gonna get in people's heads. He's gonna get Visa angry. Oh, yes. It's it has <laughs> to, it has to be Visa,
1: doesn't it? Because he's kind yeah, of, a lot no, of no, the out characters. You character can already that's...
2: see that he's had Visa's uh, biography and every post he's ever had on Instagram yeah. to try and just get <laughs> into <laughs> under his skin. Um so I'm I'm sure they're gonna go after Visa. Um and then also uh Morstead, because he's he's a very, very, very good um lock he's got a massive work rate um he's he's not really a big ball carrier so Mm. uh his work rate i don't know it's it's very high he's a great lock but he's not he doesn't have the hands Mm. he's he's an easy easy pick off um when you need to if he's going to carry the ball you he won't really be be um offloading so i think they'll be targeting him if to see if he's going to carry they'll try and get the over the ball when when he's got it um yeah the and then on the bench ian henderson i rate very highly i see him as an old school like almost a bulls type of lock just this big angry guy uh, who hits hard <laughs> Hits you back in the tackle. I remember the last time, what was the score? 38 something in in Dublin. And Ian Henderson was he destroyed us in that match. He tackled Etzebet multiple meters backward. Um, he is such a good replacement to have or, or coming off the bench. Um, luckily we've got our own Irishman in John Klein. Not just <laughs> who, are, who are used to beating him so um at least there will be that you some of your your irish guys might be a bit scared of our irish guys because uh, our irish guys are all champions
1: uh, <laughs> see i can't even shoot that down because i'm proud. <laughs> oh, of right? Cry,
2: <laughs> um, so there might be some of that at least the intimidation factor uh from our guys but yeah i think it's a back row for me uh, i've seen doris and Funafly and omani Multiple phases, off phase after phase, line breaks, everything. They are just always there. They always manage to keep the rug speed high. We have to try and tie them up somehow. Either pin them on the ground with little naughty plays or pulling back shirts. There's gonna be a bit of off the yeah. ball needed in this game just to slow down. We are gonna try, I promise you, everything we can to slow that ball down. And hopefully, hopefully the ref is is doesn't have eyes on the back of his head. Well, we we can say the same thing because, listen, we might
1: be Irish fans, but we recognise how do Ireland get quick ball? The likes of James Ryan is coming in a million miles an hour, and yeah. we do need Horizontal a reference to turn like Just to yeah, <laughs> Ah, his arms are fine. But, nah, it's, it's grand. Um, but you I, I need to King be do... very
0: careful, though. <laughs> <laughs> Has to He's be been getting do... away with that for
1: a while
2: now.
0: Uh, no.
1: uh, long enough, but it, it, as long as it doesn't catch up to us, that's... that's
2: Another the thing, thing is Andrew Porter. I don't know when raves are going to catch up on his scrumming um, technique. He's scrummaged yep. a bit better now the last... Yeah.
1: I, I found he scrummaged better the last day in particular. Um Because mm-hmm. granted, I was in the same boat as you, Ray, and I thought his angles just... He wasn't painting a good picture because it's funny. About two years ago, he was painting a perfect picture. Yeah. But he was being roasted because other people were just... Slightly creating the angle and putting him under pressure. Then he yeah. went too far the other way. So I think he's found it. And it, listen, we're only it's what twenty days into the World Cup or whatever. Not even or two weeks into the World Cup or whatever. But it is the also the factor of referees kind of seeing scrums as just get the ball out of there.
2: Yeah, yeah that's yeah. kind
1: of been the main point. So I feel like that's might be a good thing for Ireland. Do
3: you know? But, yeah, I think mm-hmm. I, I think him with either Kelleher or Herring, I think the height difference is better, but I think he's been chasing it less as well, um, yeah. and that's allowed him to keep a better shape. He keeps yeah. the sh- he's been starting off straighter and keeping it better. Uh, I mean, I, like, I'm not great at the scrums, I was, you know, kind of back and back in the back row, pretending to push. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, like and, um, Tom Savage of Tree Right Kings made a great point. He usually scrummages better against more technical lads than. You know bigger lads, but he did a very good job with Tammy Fiena at the last day. Malherbe mm. is a big man, but again, Munster kind of negated his threat in the URC this year as well. Like again, he is a, definitely a scrummaging threat, but he can be stabilised, and stable yeah. will help Ireland.
3: That'll be huge. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we're going to we're going to see much chasing penalties in the scrum. I think it's going to be the aim of the game is going to be steady, just throw a yeah. tablecloth over it. That's what we're after, especially in the first hour.
1: And especially when you have the, you know, as people made the point, I think it was Bernard Jackman might have been one of the people who, who made this point that, like, if you're going to get out to South Africa, you can't just go wide, wide. Or it was, sorry, it was Ronald Garrett who made this point. You can't just mm-hmm. go wide, wide. It won't work, you know, because they will shoot up and they'll they'll isolate you. And Ireland got caught doing that. But when they straightened, especially in that November game, when they kind of, you know, bend that inside the first ball man. around the rack. Oof. Exactly. And, like, yeah. Ireland have a couple of moves that predate Andy Farrell from the Josh Biddle era. That highlight this and I wouldn't be surprised because Ireland have thrown I've noticed this an awful lot to the back of the lineup in the last two games and I do feel like yeah. either that's a brilliant double bluff or they're saying right what are you going to do because your blitz defence that's where you want us throwing it at huh? but what mm-hmm. if we have something up our seat? so it's it's a very interesting one and you know I have a preview article going up this weekend that I do talk about that line out and the importance of say Peter O'Mahony because if Bongi's throws can be got at then go after them for minute one You know, like that's, it's going to come down to such fine margins. You can't afford to just shadow box for 70 minutes. You know, you can't go that long into it. And I I am conscious of time here, lads, because I want to get into predictions and everything. So I'll start with yourself, Jack, first of all, firstly, who do you think is going to win? But also where do you see this game being won and lost? And I am conscious that we are three fans who could be way off the mark uh, as well, (laughs) but where do you see it yeah. being being won and lost, and and by who?
0: Yeah, so I guess the best way I can I can kind of put it in my in in my head the way I've been thinking about it is we've got, you know, Ireland playing to their potential, and if Ireland play well and play the game that we can we all see and we all think, geez, doesn't that look lovely? Ah, uh, then yes, I think Ireland will win. However. South Africa don't have to do an awful lot to disrupt that if they're just very organized and just play their game, which is why I love this matchup so much, is because the styles are completely opposite. Uh, saying uh, that styles South make Africa, fights, isn't that it? That's mm. just it. That's just it. And I'm not saying South Africa can't just rip us apart because they can, because if you see in the back the back three, like those boys are gonna get some ball and we are gonna have to shut them down big time. But You know, if South Africa can stop us from playing what we want to play, then we have, I don't think we have a plan B. I don't think we can just go to the air and start kicking and hope for the best. So I think, I think that we're going to, we're going to win, but I think that it's going to be, you know, six to nine points in that kind of, in that kind of realm. And I'll just put it out there from what you guys were saying about, you know, set pieces and line outs and all that kind of stuff. I reckon that our uh, our lovely future captain, James Ryan, might just have an absolute stormer in this one, because I can see him winning, winning line outs, just winning rocks and just being an absolute 80 minute workhorse and just absolutely I like the going sound for it. So I've... i am tipping him for a man of the match
1: oh go man the match and all jesus Even on, man sure the on, match awards, like man the match awards in these games have been fairly empty so far so
2: <laughs> i'm starting to
1: think if you say james Roy, that means Johnny Sexton's gonna be the best player on the bench
2: <laughs> just the way it james is. lowe with three carries <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly
1: james o- or hugo keenan makes 70 yards off one return and get man the match because it skews the stats um mean, <laughs> i'll come to you next because i'm conscious of you know, not ending on a downer if you want to pick South Africa here. <laughs> so I'm gonna come to you, Leslie, You can, you can, uh, you can be as honest as you like. You know, like uh, again, we've here. Us,
2: you guys don't get out of your 22 <laughs> for the first 20 minutes. <laughs> that
1: sounds like torture. Good lads. Good lads.
2: <laughs> Two yellow cards, multiple rucks and uh, malls and scrums go our way. No, I don't know. Um, last time we played, <laughs> it was very close. Um, it was a few kicks and we would have won that one so um, I don't see us being like underdogs I think this is an even matchup we are fresh Um, we have rotated a lot more than you guys have so uh, a lot of these guys tanks are full Um, I think if we slow down your ball you're going to look like Scotland look you're going to be panicking so (laughs) (laughs) but- whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> If we slow down your ball, you're gonna be panicking. You're you're gonna be passing or running down blind alleys. So uh, I think if we can get yeah. to your rucks, if we can get to Jamison Gibson Park, we should be able to take this with maybe a try, maybe a try and a penalties worth of points. A lot I'm of can, we can do that. in
1: Libox kicking, holding up that you can actually build that We're lead. We score in well sevens.
2: We don't score in threes. That's the old South Africa. This is... You mean <laughs> you're scoring fives? <laughs> <laughs> Five, Five. Five's there, so sevens. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> to be fair, I do like Livock as a player, but I do think there's the element of shiny new thing about him that you know we kind of mm. look away from his fault. He's
2: but a, he... a URC winner and a final and a silver medalist. Um, I don't know why people yeah. don't rate him. He has you played can't, in You can't, you can't say that about games. the Irish
1: out half. You
2: know
1: he's a great player. <laughs> no, I, listen, I'll, I'll end. I'll end the digs here, Keen. I'll throw it over to you. Finally, we have won South Africa, one Ireland so far. Which way are you leaning? You, you'll be
3: there if I, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be there. Uh, I'm taking the macro view on this, but so I'm going to try to anyway. So you know, um, it's it, you know, it's it's great to see coaches and squads have faith. In what they've been doing, you know, they've been planning for this for two years, both sides carrying in decent momentum, 16 on the bounce for Ireland, six on the bounce for South Africa, but South Africa put in a much better European <laughs> World Cup pedigree. So I'd say that all about evens out there and about uh, Ireland got the better in Dublin last time they met only just Um, they were missing low Aki and James Gibson Park in the day and had injuries to McCluskey, Murray and Furlong.
1: And and we're, six in the last 10 minutes of him right now.
3: Yeah, is yeah. that the one game he did play? I that's what remember. happens when I mean, you play just, us. So play just be a, sure
2: yeah. you're going into a blender this week.
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, you've gone 7-1. You can't tell them. We're missing Conan and Healy this time. Um, but South Africa's form is arguably better than it was at that point. Uh, so again, I'd say that's about even, and about. 7-1 um, bench. It could be a game changer. And I mean that in both senses. <laughs> it's 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 a risk that could backfire as well as much as a potential game winner. Um, I did some research beforehand, chatted to you off camera about it. Um, as of kickoff, there's an average of 1.76 backs injuries which haven't happened to South Africa based on match play hours. Now that was a piece of research that was done for previous World Cups as well, and it's been pretty steady throughout. Now, I mean, obviously, this is probabilities, so nothing's nailed on, but that will have reached 2.64 by full time. If one of those comes through at the wrong time, in the wrong place, uh, I mean, you know, there's a 50% chance that any of those injuries will be not game-ending for the person. They happen. That's a knock. They happen. But it's, But the, the probability distribution of those injuries is it's a 34% chance that it would be a half-back 25% chance of being an inside back and 41% chance of being an outside back. If it hits one of the inside backs... I feel like it, that's bigger. I feel like Creel is mm-hmm. kind of the one that you'd be... like. Creel I don't, is
2: mm-hmm. the big one, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, Dale at 13 isn't, isn't as scary as,
3: say, bringing Villamson to 12.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
3: So, and, anyway, Kino... That could be the winning or losing of it in, in and of itself. But I don't want to hope for an injury or card car to sway this game. I <laughs> no, really don't. We, we so wouldn't, I'm we going wouldn't to put all that. that to the side now. I'm going to ignore all that. Um, so really what I think this comes down to, really, it's going to be the least statto-ish thing I've got to say tonight, <laughs> is it could be a bounce, a kick, a break, a moment. But I think Ireland need to win this. And South Africa don't need to win this. Yeah, We I want to avoid France. Like the plague, there are... Horrible matchup for us. South Africa, don't have that same fear of France at all. They're not a bad matchup for, for, for them whatsoever. Um, I think South Africa will fancy putting the heebie-jeebies into them. It's a lot of pressure. at a quarterfinal on home turf. again Against a team who has been there, done that as well. Against In Ireland, their... they don't have that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. So I think that actually could be what everything boils down to. I'm going to go for Ireland by two.
1: I I've I a preview article coming out for this game as well and I I went with Ireland by three but just like I can see that being yeah, Ireland by ten South Africa by ten South Africa by like oh, I yeah. genuinely yeah, can't there's genuinely ten, yeah. I think and I've said this before about, about games Ireland are one of those teams they don't really win an awful lot of games by three points they pull yeah. on they push clear I, the South Africa game last November was nearly an anomaly in and of itself because we, we didn't really hit fourth or fifth gear to be honest in in those games even the south africa performance i think both teams were only a lot of shadow boxing again um and i think there's so many areas ball and play we mentioned set piece is crucial how do you beat the blitz defense kicking is huge ireland kick in field you give damien venison loads of time with the ball yeah he might run it back but you might just put it out of play as well because south africa would prefer to get it off the field and forcing Ireland it to come back at them again. Like, there's so many different facets to it. I think, as you said, I think Ireland need this more, and I I do feel like South Africa would be very happy getting France in the quarterfinal, simply because they've been there. France, if I'm France, the one team I'm afraid of in the quarterfinal is South Africa. It's it's not Ireland. It's no. definitely not Scotland. It's it's South Africa because so they've been there. They've they've <laughs> they've won it. Do you, you know? Just and lost that's all your that's Scottish huge. listeners, Caelan I had lost them a long time ago. I saw the Finn Russell once. <laughs> yeah. um, I saw the Finn Russell in this episode game. <laughs> oh no. and um, that's that's just the way I see it. And i I said at the start of the tournament, I said, and I'll back this now. Um maybe this is slightly defeatist. I don't know. Ireland to win this game, South Africa to beat us in the final. I that's I can't get that out of my head. That's where I'm leaning. Yeah. Um that would kill me like genuine.
2: Like that would be heartbreaking, but that's i mean, you would have made a final. That's a first for you guys. So... Yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd but... rather, I'd rather <laughs> be heartbroken at a, a final later. than
3: heartbroken at a quarter final, frankly, <laughs> yeah, if I had to choose right. between the two. Reen,
1: if you think we drink
3: France dry when we
1: win, imagine what will happen if we lose and people <laughs> are sitting in France waiting to get a, a flight home. <laughs> you know, I, I I'm, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to say Ireland. Um, but I will say, and I'm going to pay homage to Keane's t-shirt for those that we are audio, so you can't really see it. For Ireland, like, the opportunity to say fucking enorm here. Like, it is absolutely <laughs> massive for us that we get this win. And I do believe if Ireland win this game, I do believe they beat Scotland. I do believe they beat New Zealand. And they beat whoever comes out with the barbie side the draw. Mm. So this is huge. Like, and I've said this in my piece, this is a de facto quarterfinal, semifinal but we get the second chance at it. Like that's, it's just, it's fucking scary. That's like, let's just call this spade a spade here. Like n- never before have Ireland had this in a World Cup. They've never been in this situation. And it is scary, but the only thing is n- no Irish team has ever adapted like this team. No Irish team has ever risen to the occasion as often, has ever handled adversity. No Irish team has ever closed out games in the manner that they do by playing their own game not by reverting to type by playing their own game like this this is a different Irish team and I have full confidence in them the only thing that's holding me back is the fact that South Africa are world champions and I think yeah. they are a much better team than two years ago and I think that's yeah. the unfair marker that people judge them off is two years ago and the Lions tour that was turgid I think they're a better team I, I'm going to go with Ireland 35,000 Irish fans in expected into Paris I think there's going to be a lot of French shouting for the Irish as well. Um, and I think that's just, that's going to be huge. And I think if if I'm South Africa, I'm looking around and I'm saying, right, I trust Etzebet, Khaleesi, Dutoy, Colby, um, De Lende to rise to the occasion. But I'm worried about Willemsa. I'm worried about Libak. I'm worried, I'm worried about Visa. Can these guys rise to it? You can say the same thing about Ireland. But that's just my view. I haven't watched them. And Whatever happens, I think it's it's going to be the game of the weekend until we turn on Wales against Fiji and realise these two, or Wales against Australia, and realise these two teams really need to win. And that's the beauty of this World Cup. It's <laughs> yeah. it's right there. And that's, I, I haven't been this excited and this nervous for a World Cup game since Depends. probably 2011. Yeah. Um, like 2015, it felt like, oh, we're fine. And then we got six injuries in 10 minutes, and then it was not fine anymore. Yeah. 2019, you kind of knew deep down. Like, you were hiding behind the red flags, but the, they were red flags in front of you. Do you know, this feels different. I, I I said it last week. I was walking through Gowa City. There was so much green around the place. If Ireland win this game, the, the hype is going to hit a new level. You know, like, we're going to combust as a nation. <laughs> and yeah, there'll be naysayers, but fuck the naysayers, do you know. So let's hopefully, fingers crossed, Keen, you can play your part by roaring or whatever else, sir. (laughs) And hopefully Ireland can get it done. And if they don't, it will have taken a better team effort. And that's that's the situation we're in. Ireland are not going to beat themselves. South Africa probably not, but Ireland definitely won't. And that's that's huge as well. You know, I don't think we'll beat ourselves. That's one thing I'm confident of. Hopefully, my confidence is is proven right. Um, so three for Ireland, one for South Africa. What a surprise. What a surprise. <laughs> we should have got four more people on, really, just to keep the going. But there's only so many 7-1 jokes you can make. At least the game can't <laughs> physically finish 7-1. That's the best thing about this. We can write that off, at least. Although there may be a joke in the 71st minute by, by some commentator. Yeah. yeah. Um, Rean for your South African um, inside and everything, thank you very, very much for coming on. and It's, always it's been amazing. great having you on twice this week. And Keen. Enjoy it over there. Jack, thank you very much for, for coming on as well. And for everyone who listened tonight, today, or even if this is after the game when you're listening, it wouldn't be a bad show, to be honest. It's been, it's been really enjoyable, and I hope you've all enjoyed it. As always, I'll be back on hopefully Sunday with the recap of this game and a round review pod coming on Monday, which includes, of course, that huge, huge clash. Australia against Wales. Australia have never been dumped out in the pool stages. They might be. If results don't go their way on Sunday night. Ooh, that ooh. that is enticing. Um, so it's gonna it's gonna pry me away from NFL red zone. It's it's that it's that big. <laughs> um as as always, if you like what you see or here, please do subscribe, tell a friend, it does make a difference if if you leave a review and it's greatly appreciated. I have some news coming in the next few weeks with regards to the season ahead, so I hope you can stay tuned for that, especially if you're monster leaning or URC leaning in particular. And as always, you can find the links to my socials and to the lad's socials, including Rian's brilliant YouTube page, which is getting bigger and bigger every month with his unique taste on rugby, I suppose we can put it that way. <laughs> but until next time, until we speak again, hopefully we'll be talking after Ireland beat the box. As I said, the opportunity
0: say fucking enormous. Take it easy. Sports Social Podcast Network.